Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is a brand new episode, of course, of Drinks with Dub. Uh, it's been a few weeks since you heard from me and the gang. Uh, we sat down, I don't know, two, three weeks ago at this point and recorded an episode. And we actually had a full a full table of all the people that participate in the podcast and it was the first time we had all been together, and it was sort of chaos. Well, I think it was also the first time Shelly had ever been here for a podcast as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we sat down to do one, and it was sort of it was very chaotic and hectic, and we took a break at one point and never picked back up and finished the episode. So I guess at this point, you probably haven't even heard that. You don't even know what I'm talking about. But... uh Things have uh, occurred since then. People have had some personal issues and things going on, and we haven't been able to get together and sit down. But uh, it's been too long since you heard our voices, so we are here. And by we, I mean Brittany, the star of the show, and me, the host, the N-Dub, a.k.a. Dub City. It's just the two of us this evening. Uh Decided to sit down and record a little something, have a little fun and conversation. And so here we be. Anything particular on your mind, darling? Nope. Fair enough. Fair enough. She has nothing particular on her mind. Um, I have uh, something on my mind that we've discussed uh it's over the past week or so. Uh, I wanted to sit down and do an entire episode. Probably not. Probably not like a full, full episode, but just uh, almost like a special edition. And I wanted to get it out actually before this. I wanted to get it out right around the whole uh, Juneteenth celebrations that were going on. Because as I'm sure you're all well aware, there's a lot of talk of racism and such things in our country. That's just the that's the climate and temperature that we're living in. And there's big controversy again over the Confederate flag, which to me doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, like, you know, growing up in the South, as a black man, I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily equate the, the the Confederate flag with racism, but I do associate that flag with a culture that embraces racism. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. That's me. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like if I see a rebel flag, I don't automatically assume that you're a racist. No. But I assume that you are a part of a culture in which racism is prominent. And you more than likely are at least okay with that. Yeah. I've said it time and time again. It's not necessarily racist people that I have a problem with because at least you can identify them and they're blatant about it. And it's like, "Mm, well, at least I know not to mess with you. It's the kind of people that only show it at certain times mm-hmm. around certain people. Mm-hmm. And that tells me that you know that that behavior is wrong and that you shouldn't be doing it, but you're still doing it anyway. Mm-hmm. 
Or not, not only do you know that it's wrong, you know that it's something that if you did it in the wrong situation that you show those colors, you might get your ass whooped. Right. Like, that's the other. You know what I mean? Like, just like kids. Kids do stuff, to, like, they'll do stuff in front of you, like in front of your their parents that they know they're not supposed to, but they know it's something that you're just going to tell them not to do. Right. Or, you know, maybe a little stern, a little yelling or something. They know this ain't this ain't something that they're gonna whoop me for. Right. So I, I'll press my luck every now and then with this one. You know what I mean? But the thing about it, and you know, we hear, you know, I see all over social media people talking about the flag. It's not racism; it's our heritage. And it's like, what heritage? It's the battle flag from a war that was lost. And I haven't researched enough into it yet, but I have seen several people share it. And, of course, I don't believe everything I see that people have shared, obviously. Um, that It's not even the original Confederate flag. No, no, no. no. That's like, what it came down to towards the end. No, it's, it's not even that. I think the, the flag that we see and call the Confederate flag, it was, I think, the battle flag of Virginia. Like, it was never even used by the entire Confederate Army. I, I don't know. I don't know exact factual information. I haven't looked at it. I probably should. But I have yet to be that offended by it. So you look into it that much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, I looked it up, you know, at one point a few years ago when it was a thing. I think I guess it was probably the, the, the church shooting in Charleston when it became, like, a big thing. And so, you know, I kind of looked in because I'd seen – this is what it meant and this is where it came from. So I kind of looked it up and was like, oh, okay, I see. So like this didn't even really represent the actual Confederacy, but you know, that's what it's come to be. I, I feel like that we have to understand that it's never going to go away. Yeah, it's no. always going to be there. And we have to pick and choose what we're saying to make our points. Yeah. Because this ain't Jemima, Uncle Ben, cream of wheat, do being, you know, it's too much. Yeah. I mean, but here's the thing about the Confederate flag, like, that, that was my thing. And I can, you know, like I said, I was going to have fun with it and make jokes about it. Like, of all the things that, like, lasted longer than the Confederacy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the Civil War was four years long. Like, I know people that didn't get through high school in four years. Right. <laughs> you know, so it's not really. It's I know like, people that had, had relationships that lasted Right. That long. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, for, like, that's not, I don't think that's a heritage. Like, that's a, that's literally a phase. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I've seen, I saw a list of, like, my emo phase in the 2000s lasted longer than that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. I mean, there's a lot of things. The Kardashians have lasted longer mm. than the Confederacy. Right. And we, and everybody, and it's universal. Should we start putting monuments and statues up of the Kardashians? Well, you, then you like get, out through Hollywood. And, well, then you got to decide when, when the monuments would, you know, at what point do you, do you make the statue of them? You know what I mean? Like. You know, do you make the, uh, the the Kylie statue? Do you make that before her tits got huge or, you know, <laughs> after, you know, before Chloe lost the weight or, you know, are we talking Kim, Kim and Ray J? Are we talking Kim and Kanye? You know what I mean? Like, at what point did you deserve the statue? So much heritage. Yeah, right. Heritage. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, look, Tim Tebow has played baseball longer than the Confederate Army was around. Yeah. 
That that's wonderful. Wasn't even his main sport. Yeah, this wasn't even his Quit playing, quit playing football, and we switched over to baseball. You know what I mean? Like, hell, he was in the NFL longer than that. You know, assuming things don't change, Colin Kaepernick's been out of a job. <laughs> I still get confused by it though, because like basically, even if you say it's your heritage, but you know, basically the Confederacy fought to keep slaves. Yeah. So, what part of that heritage are you proud of? The you know we fought and died for a cause of the fact that we didn't want some of these people to be people. I don't understand what you're telling me. And not to mention the argument that people are like, oh, it's you know they were American. He were you know Americans too. Like, no, they literally weren't. Right. They literally tore away from America and fought a war against them. Right. <laughs> Like they said, we don't want to be a part of this they union. They seceded from the union. Yeah, they literally said, we don't want to be a part of this. Right. That's like getting divorced and claiming you're still married. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to leave, but I still want to acknowledge that we're married. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? I'm going to leave, I'm going to divorce you, but I don't want you to sleep with nobody else because we married. Like, that's what you sound like. Yeah. Not to mention the fact, like, again, they lost the war. So you look like one of the kids in Africa and third world countries that they send, like, the Super Bowl shirts to of the team that lost the Super Bowl that day. Right. Because the shirts are already printed up. You know what I mean? So, right. Well, all right, what the fuck are we going to do with all these shirts that we got to say we won the Super Bowl and we lost? Fuck it. Send it to, you know, send it to Ethiopia and <laughs> motherfuckers ain't, you know. Feed a child for twenty five cents a day. They they just happy to have a shirt. Mm-hmm. They don't know the Falcons blew a twenty eight to three lead. <laughs> that was the saddest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. You know they don't know. <laughs> they just happy to have a shirt that day. Yeah, I don't understand it, but you know, whatever. Teach their own. Teach their own. You know, here's the thing. Actions speak louder than words. And by your actions of continuing to, you know, want to participate in behavior that's blatantly racist tells me you're a racist. If it walks like a duck, it quacks like a duck. (laughs) It must be a duck. I don't know. Or even like, not even if it's blatantly racist. Like, even if you like, if you do something that is perceived as racist and somebody calls you out on it and you're not willing to change... Well, you know, here's the thing is that's what bothers me. Like, that's what we're talking about. Like, we've said it and we'll say it again. How many of them will line that fence on a Friday night at a football game to watch the boys play football but would die if their daughter brought them home as a date? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's your part of the problem. Yeah. So, it's not okay to say I have black friends. Like, that excuse is, like, moot. Yeah. Because if they're your black friend, they're not really your friend. Right. That's an affirmative action friendship. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, we're not trying to have a repeat of friends. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, all the motherfuckers in New York, they don't hang out with one black person. Um, in the later seasons, Joey dated that girl that was black. And then she ended up breaking up with Joey to date Ross because Ross and... Or Rachel and Joey were hooking up. Oh, okay. So there was a black person in the show once. Mm-hmm. 
She was in like maybe a whole season. Yeah. And she got passed around two of the three guys on the show. I mean, it wasn't really, it's not, no, you made it sound worse than what it was. She met Joey and kind of went out on a date with him. But, like, on the date, met the friends and met Ross, and they were both, like, into science. Yeah, and history and shit, yeah. Professoring and all this whatnot. And so she was like, you know, I really just kind of went out with him because he was nice and he asked me, and I didn't want to say no, but there's nothing here, and I kind of like your friend. Mm-hmm. That's kind of. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I get it, you know. But, you know what I mean? But, like, that was one black person that was. Still. Yeah. Anyway. I get it. Yeah, I get what you're saying, though. But, I mean, you know what I mean? So, that's what that is. That's, you know, oh, man, we've been we've been doing this show for six seasons in New York City, and we ain't had a black person on here. You know, that's what having black friends is like realizing, damn, I'm I'm 26 and I don't hang out with nothing but white people. I better get me some black friends. Cat Williams been telling people to, to get themselves these kinds of friends for years. He tells black people to get white friends. He tells white friends to get black friends. Yeah. He doesn't suggest partying with the Mexicans, but to be friendly with them as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, here's the thing, because at the end of the day, most most people are just people. Like, you get along, if you get along with somebody, you get along with them. Shouldn't, it shouldn't matter, like, oh, this is my black friend, or this is my, this is my white friend, or this is my Mexican, you know. No, this is just my friend. Right. That happens to be Mexican, or that happens to be black. Right. You know. You know, but we just, we live in a world where, you know, people are concerned about such things. And, I, you know, I don't get it. Like, I don't get how in 2020 that we're still worried about some of the same shit that we've been worried about for so long. Like, why, like, why won't this go away? Like, why will this not go away? But... I don't like the people that refuse to accept that it's real, like that it's a real thing, like because it does happen. Just because it's maybe you're not around enough of black people to see it happen, yeah. or you've not been to the right place at the wrong time with a black person. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and maybe that's because you haven't ever actually seen it. But a good example of that was when I was pregnant with Jackson, and my brother had that birthday party at Keller's. Like, it was a whole big party thing they were having up there. Yeah. And I didn't really want to go, but we went anyway because it was his birthday because I didn't really want to be in a bar pregnant. Right. Yeah, you know, but it was his birthday, so we were going to go yeah. kind of step in and be like, hey, yeah. ha, ha, hi, everybody. We're out. Mm-hmm. And so we get there, and you go to get a drink, and I'm sitting there talking to um, two of my cousins and my sister-in-law. And you walk back up, and this guy walks up on you and says, you don't really belong in here, do you? Mm-hmm. And I was just like, excuse me, what is that even supposed to mean? And why are you even comfortable walking up to say it? Because it's a... And the thing that shook me the most was that nobody else said a word. Mm-hmm. Nobody told this man that this was wrong. Like you shouldn't have, you know, like nobody chimed in to say anything. And I was just like, 
wow. Wow. This is why I didn't want to come here in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's the type of things that, you know, people don't see and, you know, take and, and think about the, you know, the potential progression of how that situation can go. And so they just write it off as uh, it's just some guy saying something. But I mean, that was it was a very offensive thing to say. Right. However, given the setting, Keller's is a say country bar, or it's a, it's a saloon, is what it is, isn't it? I, I don't know. Uh, I don't. Keller's dance hall and saloon, I think, is what it's actually called. No, and don't really cater. You know what I mean? But it's a predominantly country redneck type bar. It is now. It hasn't always yeah. been. Mm-hmm. But that's what it is now. And so this guy says that to me. Now, if I mouth off to him, you're the I, problem. Or if I punch him in the face, large black guy in a country bar just hit somebody in the face. Oh, this guy's a thug. All right. This, 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 is, this is why we don't like black people in here because they don't know how to act. Guy says something to him, he hauls off and punches him in the face. Never mind that what he said was extremely racist. Right. You know, wasn't, you know, didn't use it, didn't use I don't it. think I've been back inside that bar since then. Didn't use any of the 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 the, the no no words. You know. Well, it doesn't it doesn't that's, that's no, what I'm see that's the it yeah. doesn't need to be the what you said in its entirety. I don't give a fuck how you want to defend that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. What about me did not belong in here? Was I too tall? Because mm-hmm. I, I wear glasses. What about me made you say I don't belong here? Because that's the entirety of the conversation right there. Yeah. No matter what you want to do to defend it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know that. But you know what I mean? But if I'd have just hauled off and hit him, you know, what happened? Oh, hey, I, I walked up and said he don't belong here. And it's like, oh, well, you know, everybody here knows everybody and he ain't never seen you in here before. He just, you know, oh, you're somebody new. You didn't have to hit him in the face. That's ridiculous. Like, no, he was saying I didn't belong here because I'm black and ain't no other black people in here. That's what he was saying. But like I said, he didn't use any of the trigger words. He didn't call me the N-word or colored or... You know, it's still the point. Like yeah. it's blatant racism, and yeah. it's it's ridiculous yeah. that it's still but it's, happening. But it's not something that you know the vast majority will see. So like you said, nobody reacted to it. That's what blew me away because I was trying to remain calm because I was pregnant. I was what about six, seven months pregnant at this point with Jackson. Something like that. And I was, which is hard to do. I was, I was having a hard time to remain calm. In the first place, because <laughs> mm-hmm. of that. But I was afraid that if something escalated, there would be pushing and shoving. I get caught up into a shuffle, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm pregnant. I didn't want to be in a bar with drunk people in the first place because of that, mm-hmm. you know. So it was like I'm just going to try to remain calm and de-escalate the situation, and we're just going to get out of here because it's not worth being here for. Yeah. But you know what I mean. But I'm saying though, you know, it's not something that the quote unquote the masses will see and, you know, equate to racism. Like I said, nobody said anything about it. Now, if he'd have walked up and be like, hey, nigger, what are you doing in here? Yeah. I like to think that the people around would have said something and been like, that's inappropriate. 
I would hope so, but I was shocked that they didn't say anything at what had happened in the first place. Yeah. That to me was because had I not been pregnant, I, I would have so I would have had to stood in a chair to be in his face, but I'd have done it. And I would have showed out in there. They'd have had to escort me out. But I was pregnant, so I was, you know, thinking of more than just myself in the situation. Mm-hmm. And even then, even you know, even in that situation. Oh, look how she acts. That's what happens when you start dating these black guys. I don't you know? really care. But they you know talk I mean? about me if they want to. If they talk about me, they give somebody else a rest. Yeah. But, you know, like I said, it's just a, it's just a crazy world. And it's like, these are the things that are going on. So we talked about it a little bit ago, about the story in Vegas. Mm-hmm. So we're in Vegas. Summer 14. 16. 16. Sorry. My bad. All summer 16. Yeah, we were, <laughs> we were all over the place over, over that summer 16. But um, so we're in Vegas, summer 16. Flando Castile's killed, what, second day we're there? Sounds about right. You know, internet is a buzz. The world is a buzz. There's things happening. Two days later, I think it might have been Eric Gardner, wasn't it? Was shot. Might not have been Eric Michael Brown. I'm not really sure. Was shot like a day later in a routine traffic stop. And it was becoming, it's about as bad as it is now, I would think. It was becoming, it was escalating pretty quickly with people being angry again. And the discussions were being had and racism was happening and, you know, people feeling comfortable to say blatant things that they shouldn't be saying. Anyhow, so we're we're staying at a casino hotel slash area, and uh, Namai is asleep taking a nap, and I was hungry and wanted to do a little bit of shopping, so I went down to the mall area of where we were staying and walked around and bought some things, and then stopped and picked up some food and was going to come back up to the room, and I knew when you woke up, you were going to be hungry, and you know, so we would eat. And I get to the elevator to go up to like where the guest floor's access is and get up to the elevator and uh, a black guy walks up and, you know, he's standing there waiting and we get onto the elevator. But before the doors close, these three other guys get onto the elevator. And I have no idea what ethnicity they were, but they were speaking a different language and they reeked of alcohol. But it's Vegas midday. People right. are on vacation. You don't really think a whole lot of it. But by this point, me and that guy had gotten kind of scooted towards the back of the elevator because of it, you know, or whatever. And we get to the floor that actually I had pressed the button to be at because that's our floor. And it opens up. And the guys, I have no idea what the words exchanged were or what they were saying, but they had agreed that this was the floor that they also needed to be getting off of. So they proceeded to go to get off. And when I started to move towards the front of the elevator, the guy that had been in the elevator with us, the black guy, had stuck out his hand and kind of stopped the elevator door and asked me, are you getting off here? And I was like, yeah. And he said, would you mind waiting a minute so I can make sure these guys go on and that everything's going to be all right when you get off the elevator? And at the time, I was like, you know, I'm fine. And he was like, it would just make me feel better if I knew that it would be okay. And I'm like, okay. So I kind of stood there with him for a few minutes. And, you know, I was like, okay, I think it's good. And, you know, I I walked off and proceeded on. But at any point in time, I could have felt like he was the threat. 
And I could have, you know, started screaming and yelling. And I'm sure there were security cameras all over that place. And he could have been the target of the problem. Mm-hmm. Because those three guys have wondered on, never looked back, never even thought twice about whether or not anybody else got off that elevator behind them. Yeah. But you stuck your arm out, stopped the elevator door from going anywhere, and blocked me off from being able to get out of the elevator. I didn't panic. I didn't feel intimidated. I wasn't scared by him. Right. It's just one of the things you notice. Right. You know, because, you know, and I'd have to look up, you know. But he had no way of knowing that I wouldn't be intimidated or scared by him and start yelling and screaming. And what if those three guys would have come back because they heard me yelling and started beating on him? Or if I start yelling and screaming and hitting a panic button that some kind of security wouldn't have showed up. And, mm-hmm. you know, all because he was worried because yeah, I had all, had my hands full. Yeah, all because he's trying to be a decent human being. Right. And this is in a time after the Philander Castile and this other, out, I can't remember. Out in Sterling. Alton Sterling. Sterling was killed in Louisiana on July 5th, and Philando Castillo was killed in Minneapolis. Is it Minneapolis somewhere? Mm-hmm. Yeah, on July 6th. Okay. So, either, you know, I knew they were very close together. I couldn't remember exactly, but I mean, at that point, what everything had been going on, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. I could have very easily been. Intimidated. He had no way of knowing that I wasn't that kind of person or that, you know, I would feel that kind of way. He had no way of knowing. But he just saw me with my hands full, with a purse hanging off my, you know, arm and just was kind of worried because these yeah. guys appeared. To, I mean, they were they were drunk and unruly, but they weren't intimidating yeah. to me because my mindset was you're in Vegas. Everybody's yeah. having fun. Nobody means any harm. It's just seeing a situation that, you know. Possibly has the potential to go extremely sideways. It could have. It absolutely could. Have. You know. You know. And you do something simple to, you know, hey, you know, hey, just take three seconds and think about this for just a second. You know what I mean? Like. I mean, I appreciated it. Yeah. You know, I appreciate that he was looking out for me. I never once felt like I needed somebody to look out for me in that situation. Yeah. And maybe that's me being. Naive and white privileged, yeah. <laughs> you know, thinking that, you know, I don't need somebody to kind of, you know, make sure that there wasn't a bad situation. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But. I mean, I think we generally go through life like that, you know, or, you know, and not worry about the worst case scenario. We try to, you know, it's generally not in the forefront of our minds of, <coughs> you know. I understand that. Yeah. You know, but, you know, you know, I've been, you know, I've been on the other side of those situations. You know what I mean? To where you, you're walking down the street and you hear car doors lock and you see somebody, you see a woman clutch her purse a little bit tighter or take a few steps out of, you know, her immediate path to avoid you. You know what I mean? It's like, I ain't finna do nothing to you. Yeah. Yeah. I understand that, too. You know, I saw this post the other day. I can't remember who posted it, but it was a series of tweets of basically, um, I don't know exactly how it started, but it was black men responding on Twitter about women, come, black women complaining about black men not protecting them yeah, and being their savers and heroes and stuff and what the men were saying and stuff, you know, and I agree with it to an extent. Like, I understood what some of them were saying. It was like, I go out of my way for my family and my friends, but I'm not going out of my way for a stranger. Like, just because you're a black lady doesn't mean 
that I should be on the lookout and protect you every time I'm out in public just because you happen to be black and around. Right. And I kind of understood that point of it as well. But my second part of it that kind of made me ponder was, is like, are we, is this, that seems totally messed up right now is to expect a black man to go out of his way in public for you to protect you or be your hero in some kind of way when he could be the one that shot and ended up dead. Right. And I, I, I just kind of, it was one of those things that kind of made my head tilt a little to the side. Like, I'm not really sure what's happening here. Yeah. Now, that being said, I also feel like that a lot of times in these conversations, black women do slip through the cracks because it all is always about, you know, these black men being killed in the streets by these police officers, you know, and in this case with Breonna Taylor in Louisville, you know, now there's, you know, yeah. they're, they're speaking out about that. But I do feel like a lot of times that where I could see black women feel like they're being slipped through the cracks, like we are being profiled in racially injustice. Things have happened to us as well, yeah. but it's not talked about because we're not immediately seen as, as a, a threat yeah. like men are. Yeah, that's 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 the difference. Is that you know men are seen as physically more imposing. Like I think this black woman's up to something, but. I'm sure I could take her if I right. needed to. Like, I don't feel threatened. By yeah, her. I don't feel. But that also speaks to male chauvinistic ego. Like, to think that a woman couldn't take you on her best day anyway. You don't know what that woman's capable yeah, yeah. of. Yeah. You don't know if she's able to defend herself or yeah, whether yeah. she felt the need to be carrying a gun. Mm-hmm. Or You don't know. Just because she's a woman does not mean that she's not equally as capable of the same crimes that a man is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whether she's black, white, Asian, you know, I don't, you know, name it. Women are just as evilly as capable as men. Yeah. Yeah. Tell you what, we've had this. This has been fun. Let's let's take a quick little break. Let's try to have a little fun after this. We'll be back. All right, we are back, back, back. Uh, got into some pretty heavy stuff. Uh, beforehand and she's got a perturbed look upon her face as she looks at her phone <laughs> I was just going there you know waiting for you to start back and yeah. I read across to me it said adulting is soup and I am a fork and I was like I've never related so hard <laughs> yeah. <laughs> soup and a fork yeah alright then that's, that's not going to work out <laughs> I'm just going to pick the ball up and drink it yeah. figure it out one way or another one way or another. But we got into some pretty, you know, deep stuff talking about racism and just the climate of the world. And that's, you know, I go back and forth about talking about that kind of stuff just because I kind of want the show to be fun. So I figure we try to switch gears a little bit and have a little more of a lighthearted conversation. Maybe she'll just read the memes that's popping up on her timeline because mm. they seem to be entertaining. Yeah, that yeah. one of them was. But you know, I don't know. Uh, as a as as a couple, I think that uh, you know we we spend a lot of time, and I think we could be of benefit to people, especially couples that are looking for TV shows to sit down and watch. Especially the like on, on your streaming services, like you you're looking for a new show to binge watch, and like, oh, what can we do for two or three weeks, and why we ain't got nothing to do, and sit at home and watch TV without going out and spending money? I we've watched quite a 
quite a few shows together. I still am watching stuff all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Where you you're you're on what Angel now? Well, I've watched it before. It was just something on Hulu that I turned on just to kind of have on, um, and you know, I've just kind of been letting the episodes go because I'm in between. Like I had this, I, I don't know, because Desperate Housewives about broke me, and I was convinced there for a while that most of my sleeping troubles that you know we talk about on a regular basis here um, was caused by the fact that I couldn't quit watching. Desperate Housewives, because that's when I would watch it. At the end of the day, when the kids were all asleep, you know, I'd sit down and relax. And, oh, I'm going to turn on my Desperate Housewives and watch, you know, a couple episodes and I'll go to bed. And then I found myself up to four or five in the morning, getting two hours of sleep and getting back up with the kids. And I thought, well, I've got to quit binging these shows because mm-hmm. it had eight seasons and it took me like two and a half weeks to watch it. And that's yeah. my problem. Yeah. So I'm not sleeping. So now I've tried to turn on things that I know that I've watched that I don't really, I already know what's going to happen and I don't really, I'm not that invested and, and see if it, and it's not helped yeah. my sleep. So I'm, I'm about to pick up something new to watch again. Okay. So did you finish Cougar Town? I did finish Cougar Town. Yeah. I finished Cougar Town really quickly, but I think they're only 30 minute episodes. Yeah. So it was real easy to speed through them. Yeah. They were half hour sitcoms. So you know, it was real easy to kind of get through that. I think they had five seasons and 30 minute episodes. So, yeah, I was done with that in no time. Cougar Town. Kitty Cam. Kitty Cam. I've watched The Office. Yeah, you watched, yeah, you did. You, you did The Office. Watch that. Uh, what if we watch just together? You know, here's the thing, is that here recently we have not been watching a lot of things together anymore. Well, yeah. I, I think part of that is because we don't have Netflix right now. And I think that's where most of, that's where the stuff that we watch, I think actually was, was Netflix. Like we have not caught it, we have not watched a new season of 13 Reasons Why. I know, that's killing me. Yeah. Uh, and so, I, you know, as much as I like the Hulu, I think the Netflix is going to be important too. Because also, we never finished watching the last season of Ozark. Ozark, yeah. We gave up on Stranger Things in season two. Yeah, yeah. We couldn't. Uh, season two, episode two, we were done with Stranger yeah, it Things. It didn't hook as well. Yeah, I don't know what that was about. I think they expected you, if you're watching it, you're already hooked so we can slow build to whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, I doing. didn't want to do that. Yeah. I don't know. It's just something about it. Um, I watched that Rain on Netflix. Yeah. Netflix. Watch that. I watched the Medici thing. Yeah, you got really you got really into the, to the Queen in medieval times for a while. Was it medieval times? No. I don't know when. When is that? When was that? Time? I don't know that it was medieval times. It was like four, Rain was like in the fourteen and fifteen hundreds. And, it, and it, of course, it fast forward towards the end of like the 1600s, I yeah. think. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was when you had, you know, the Mary Queen of Scots and uh, Queen Elizabeth, the first Queen Elizabeth. First Queen. The first Queen Elizabeth. They were cousins. And technically, Mary Queen of Scots had the rights. This is actual history. This ain't just a show. Learn so, something. <laughs> Mary Queen of Scots had the, the claim to the English throne. Mm-hmm. But she was betrothed, intended to the king of, well, he became the king of France, but the prince of France, mm-hmm. Francis. 
And they were to get married, and he was going to become king of France, and she was queen of Scotland, and then together their two countries wouldn't unite. Yeah. And so they didn't. She didn't feel the need to push for the English throne. So when Mary died, Elizabeth took the throne. But still, technically, the bloodline run it would go to her if she wanted it. So it was constant. The show was about the battle between the two of them, trying to keep the balance of. You know, Mary didn't really want it, but it was a power struggle because England was trying to take over everything. Yeah. They were conquering everything and taking it over. And, you know, and they wanted France as part of that. But you can't really go for France because there's Mary Queen of Scots who's got, yeah. you know, so it was a it was a power struggle. Yeah. And they tried it with America, too. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, it didn't work out. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, but anyway, because I watched Rain and got into that, I ended up watching the Medicis because um, Prince Francis that married Mary Queen of Scots, his mother was a Medici before she married into French royalty. But the Medicis is, a, is an interesting story of Rome. Because they were not royalty, but they had made their way through socialites and money and opening up like the first of banks in Rome to the point where they were looked upon as royalty. Like, you know, they, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she wasn't actual royalty. She was just a Medici, which held high. Yeah, and her name carried weight. Also, yeah. back then, the Catholic Church was a big, you know, and so the Medici's in Rome were in charge in the Catholic Church. You know, they kind of had to have their sway, so they worked together. And also, you know, most back then, most countries like France or Spain and stuff that wanted help from Rome to protect themselves against the the British would look towards the Catholic Church in Rome for money and, and things to help. And so they sold off pretty much Catherine Medici to the to the French king to basically the way that story was told. <laughs> like here's your wife, here's take this one and yeah. we'll continue to protect you. You just take her back with you. <laughs> yeah. All right then. Yeah. So then I got into the Medici thing and you know was watching that for a while. So I got into that whole little I tell you what I really like that I'm sure is probably back on Netflix by now is The Crown. Yeah. We watched that together. Yeah. Okay, I kind of came in and out. Yeah. That was one of your that was that was one of your shows that I kind of watched with you. Yeah, but you would ask questions and I would watch it without you to yeah. catch yourself back up. Oh well, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I did. I, I cared enough about that to I guess cuz it was a little bit more recent, I guess. Like I know some of these people. Yeah. So to speak. Yeah, I could see that too. You know what I mean? Like, this isn't just like history books. You I know? started watching some show on Netflix that I never really could get into, and it was mostly just bad timings. And it was about Vikings, you know, like back in that time. <laughs> I like to watch stuff like that. That stuff's kind of interesting to me. Yeah. Mines will be starting back up soon. We've watched oh, that. Sons, oh. we've watched. Yeah, we've watched Sons. Sons is, well, it's, that's one of the uh, top five, probably. Best shows ever. Yeah, I don't think it'll ever, but that'll be one of those shows that you can watch over and over. Yeah. Like you, yeah. it'll never yeah. go anywhere. Yeah. Mine's has turned out to be okay. We'll see what happens with this next season without Kurt. Yeah. Maybe they'll bring him back. I don't know. It, it worries me because I feel like if they feel like they can take off and do Mines without him, will they ever bring him back to do the project about the first nine or able after? No, yeah, he's, he's, he's out. Of, of they, as of right now, he's out of 
the FX Disney. Well, the thing about that is, is he's out of the FX. Yeah. But that doesn't mean other people can't pick it up. FX just lost out on their their in there. They don't own the rights to them. No, no, I think they, they own the characters. Because I think he said something about that. He did. Really? Yeah. Like, it's it's like, you know, their intellectual property is like. Oh, well, that's kind of shitty. Yeah. So, well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, and that's. That's just kind of how business and entertainment and such things work. Like, hey, we want you to write a show for us. All right, cool. But there's some things that I just refuse to watch on principle. Like Bridget's been talking here on the last couple weeks about Game of Thrones. I think she wants to get me into something that's going to take me a while that she's already watched, so she can catch up to where I'm at with everything else that I've watched that mm-hmm. she hadn't seen. She's trying to distract you. Yeah, and so she brought up Game of Thrones, and I'm like, at a sheer principle, I will not watch it. See, I, you know, I'm kind of the same way on Game of Thrones. But here, the reason I won't watch it is because I heard and saw the absolute outrage at the last episode. Yeah, and I'm so like, I'm not, I'm not going to watch yeah. well, seven the, seasons of this just to be pissed off. Not just like the principle of it, but it was like as much as y'all talked about it and went on, and then the way y'all ended. Why would I even yeah, want to invest I'm not, myself? I'm not going to put myself through that. Like, I, I have no interest in that. Thank well, you, Nick. Yeah, get that invested in something. And then Grey's Anatomy. I will not. I'm on principle. Watch that. Yeah, I, that show been ending for five years. It's getting longer than that. I can't take it. Mm-hmm. And didn't they fire? Didn't they get rid of like, Jeff? Grey is gone. From what I understood. Yeah, because yeah, because they're over money. I don't know if that's the whole reason why she was gone. I don't know, but I know that from what I've understood, because I don't even want to hear it. Yeah, but I because I remember there being a big thing about her and money, and it was like because she was saying like I should be the highest paid person because it was like you know the whole women's pay movement right. and stuff She's like great. like great why am I money. not the highest paid person on the show? I'm great. Let's talk about it since we're talking about it and money disputes and leaving shows. Law and Order SVU season premiere will star Christopher Maloney as yeah. Elliot Stabler mm-hmm. that will kick off. I think his show airs right after or the next soon, day or soon after. Soon after. Um, he will have his own show on NBC, NBC of Elliot Stabler running a, what is it? Is it a gang unit task force? Gang or unit or mafia organized, yeah. organized, organized crime. crime unit. Yeah. So he's going after the mafia. Basically, and I could not be more excited. And also, can we stop for a minute? Because, um, speaking of this and going back to what we were speaking of earlier, is I read this entirely too long article to wrap up to basically say that black people now have a problem with Olivia Benson and are coming after Law and Order SVU. And I'm gonna need y'all to sit down and shut the fuck up. Yeah, they're going after all cops. Yeah, I don't care. We're done here. But here's the thing. And here's the thing about that. Is the look, let me say this for anybody listening, for any Caucasians, for any media people listening. Black Twitter does not speak for black people. It's two separate things. I don't care. I want them to sit down and shut the fuck up because you ain't coming for Olivia Benson. Because the media picks up things that black Twitter is saying because black Twitter is... And Tootsie Ice-T is on the show. Yeah. And he is portrayed as a good cop and he's a black guy. So how are you going to come for Law and Order? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Is Nobody's really coming for Law and Order except for black Twitter. And black Twitter is all about jokes. They going to clown. You, black Twitter is not to be taken seriously. Well, I'm just gonna tell you. Yeah, that's, let that's, me. 
Y'all can have Chase from Paw Patrol and Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben. That's how the whole Paw Patrol came about. Was Black Twitter was clowning. Fuck the police. Fuck the LAPD, the NYPD, Hawaii Five O. You know, fuck the dog on Paw Patrol. Fuck this. You know, fuck this cop, that cop. (laughs) They they want Paw Patrol taken off there. No, the fuck. Nobody wants Paw Patrol taken off the air. You know how many little kids watch Paw Patrol? You know how many little kids is going to be pissed off and not going to watch nothing but Paw Patrol? Don't nobody want... Ain't nobody trying to go through that. I'm just saying. Y'all don't come for Olivia. Also, we're in... It'll be season 22 coming up in the fall. Mm -hmm. And I have seen every episode there ever was multiple times over a Lawnmower SVU. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, Within the first, what, 30 to 60 seconds, I can tell you what the episode is, who did it, and why they did it, and what what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's a good show. It's a good show. Long Order's been around for, what, 30-something years? Yeah, because, well, I mean, it's longer than that, really, because you had the original Long Order for SUVU, and it ran for 20-something seasons as well, I believe. Yeah, yeah well, it's, I think it, they, they, they were both running. At the same time. Yeah, they, were, they had, like, three or four at the same time. Yeah. Law and Order. When did Law and it Order? It ran for, it started in 1990 and there was 20 seasons. Yeah, final episode date was May 24, 2010. And Law and Order SVU started in 99 and is about to have its 22nd season. So there was nine years of just Law and Order before Law and Order SVU. So yeah, I guess probably yeah. around about 30 years. Yeah, right there. And they're going to keep it going because uh, how long are we going to be able to run Elliot Stabler or on organized crime? So, and I'm sure, I don't know, they haven't announced a, a title for the show yet. I think it is organized crime. Is it, is it Law and Order Organized Crime? Yeah. Okay, well, that should be interesting. Yeah. So. I have to be careful with that, though. I have to be careful with organized crime. Because, you know, they take shit straight from the headlines. Yeah. So. You start talking about the mafia and mob. Well, SVU does at some points. They bring it from the headlines and they'll do an episode about it. But Dick Wolf, that's the thing about him creatively is that he doesn't live and die by the headlines. Oh, yeah, no. But if some shit pop off, you you probably going to... Yeah, you're going to say some stuff. Like, it ain't too many people, high-profile sex crimes and shit that ain't been on Law & Order. Like, the motherfucker did Epstein. It was a version of Epstein. Uh, that's what I'm saying. It's, a, it's always but it a was, I mean, there was a lot of variables that, you know. Well, yeah, because they don't want to get sued. It was a young guy. Yeah. And he liked, you know, younger girls. And he had a yacht and a penthouse. Yeah. And, yeah, but, yeah, he had the pictures and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, you know, because they, you know, they always say, you know, any depiction of right. actual events is coincidence. No, nah, motherfucker. I watch the news. <laughs> I know what the, I know who that is. All right. I read the same paper you did. I know that's why I was just going to say, if you ain't watching all over, get your life right. Mm-hmm. Get your life right. Yeah. I don't know what you're doing. On order. You know, I like, you know, I like a good cop show. I'm still mad that they took live PD. I'm never going to get to watch it again. Yeah. Yeah. i never uh, seen none of them cops treat nobody any kind of way. It's because they destroyed the videotape. <laughs> Dead serious. There was a Texas, I think. There was a black man that died in police custody while live PD cameras were rolling. Oh, I did not know about this. Yeah. 
They didn't cover Texas when I was watching them. Mm. So you know, maybe it wasn't Texas. It was it was somewhere because I I didn't and I didn't know about it until the whole thing came about about them canceling the show. That you know this had happened. I can't remember the dude's name now, but he was on the Pomona, California Police Department. Mm-hmm. And uh, I could watch him work every day. I'm sure. Shout out to him. I can't remember his name, but mm-hmm. if we can get him get him back on TV somehow, let's bring that back. I just don't think that that's the right thing to do is to take good looking people off TV. Kind of what TV's for. Isn't it, though? Isn't it? Mm. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Live PD was a shit. I fucked with it. I fucked with Live PD. Especially when motherfuckers get on there ready to snitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> motherfuckers, they get you know. Hey, but they're not going to take first. I ain't heard nothing about them taking, like, first 48 and shit. Yeah, I mean that's that's the, interesting. What the motherfuckers be in Memphis and in the hood? And it's, it's, they do it in local teams. Yeah. <laughs> and I hate it when they cut the shit off, like when just when the shit was getting good. Like they needed, like Live PD needed like another show to go, like you know, like a. They campaign. did. They had Live PD most wanted. Where they, it was kind of like, you remember how, like, the scary guy, Unsolved Mysteries? It was kind of like that. Yeah, Yeah, but no, I mean, like, just to wrap up the shit that you was watching that they didn't have time to finish. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, hey. They did that sometimes, too. Yeah. Like, hey, hey, we go, like, once a week, we gonna wrap up the shit that was popping off that we didn't get to finish or whatever. Mm -hmm. Because they be looking for motherfuckers and, like, are they gonna find him? Where he at? What the deal is? Yeah, there was his name, Eric O'Mahony. 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 He was Irish. Mm. He was a very good looking man. Mm. Very good looking man. Shout out to that police officer today. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. See, I don't say fuck the police. I'm very pro police. Yeah, I'm. I'm very just. Not okay with bad police. <laughs> but I'm not okay with bad people in general. Yeah, I would so. what it you do. If you're bad, you're bad. I right. Like, it ain't, it ain't about that. It's about, like, bro, you you shouldn't have did that. That was fucked up. Right, 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 right. right. Yeah. I'm sticking by that every day. Yeah. That's why the KKK wear hoods. <laughs> Hide their faces. Right. Yeah, you know. So you don't know that they're doctors and lawyers and shit. Speaking of, since we were talking about shows and stuff, though, because, you know, people were shows, but if if nothing else, let's talk about a few movies that if you ain't seen, you should see. And that's The Gentleman. Yes, The Gentleman. That was a good that movie. That was a good one. Um, The Hate You Give that we, yes, we watched. That's a great movie. The Hate You Give. Got to watch it. Uh, Explains both sides very well, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Crash. Crash is one you gotta watch. You never, you never watch Crash. Did I you? don't know. I can't remember. It's got Ludacris and Sandra Bullock and No, I don't know it. Yeah. Um It's all kinda all kinda racist shit going on throughout the day. I was just talking about like newer movies that we've recently seen. That that new Jumanji was hilarious. Oh god. The Bad Boys movie was good. Yeah. 
Jamal had tears in my eyes with Jumanji. Yeah, Jumanji was great. Uh, I mean, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, probably skip forward 15 seconds or so here. But them being in those old people's bodies and not knowing what was going on mm. yeah. <laughs> and having to repeat everything and them not understand. <laughs> and the way that Danny Glover, was it Danny Glover? Mm-hmm. Was so slow with his zoology face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I remember knowing anything about camels before now. <laughs> oh, it was great. Yeah. They, and, you know, you didn't think about it until the second one. <coughs> they can do those movies forever. Oh, God, yes. They can They can run Jumanji movies forever and just come up with different people for them to impersonate. Yes. Like, that was so... It was it was great. It was it was. Uh, I know we were laughing so hard. Dwayne came in there and was like, "What is going on?" And we had I think we had asked him to watch it with us before, and he was like, "No," you know. And then when he realized that we was just laughing like that, he had to come in there and sit down and watch it. And but, they wanted to talk. I was like, "Nope, uh-uh, you need to shush. stay in here. You gonna hush?" Because we was watching this. We're not gonna listen to you. Mm-mm. We can talk through the SpongeBob movie if you want to, but mm-hmm. we we're not talking through this one. Right. Uh, I'm excited here in a couple of weeks. Uh, Hamilton is going to be on Disney Plus. With the, the, they, I guess they filmed it with the original cast back in the day. And that's going to be coming on Disney Plus right around, right around the 4th of July. Uh, there was something coming to Disney this fall that I was really excited about that I can't remember what it was coming to Disney Plus this fall. The Dinosaurs? Yes, the dinosaur. Mm, not the mama, not the mama. I <laughs> love that show. I did too. That was the uh, shit. You know, when we were slipping through uh, Hulu the other day, and I found Tiny Toon Adventures. Yeah. And the kids were not amused with Buster and Paps at all. Yeah. But, and, you know, the more I watched it, I was like, you know, we had to be little kids because as a grown-up, this is not as thrilling to me as it was as a kid. And I'm, I'm kind of with the kids. I'm not really wanting to watch this right now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, dinosaurs I think will hold up. I think it'll still be Yeah, yeah, dinosaurs yeah, that's, that's a good one. Uh Doug yeah. is like watching it is like, oh my god, this is it, was, it, it looks horrible. Yeah. Like it's nostalgic and I right. you know, the episodes I think still pretty much hold up. Yeah. It's just the, the animation is right. like oh my god, like I forgot that people used to draw with pencil and paper. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, where's, yeah, the, where's, draw this shit out. Like, where's the CGI and shit? Like, <laughs> oh my god. Oh, uh, the horrors that we live through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Didn't think twice about it. Yeah. We watch, um, you know, I've watched it and Bridget watched it the other day while she was over here, but the new Maleficent movie is good. I like it. Yeah, I never got into I liked it. Mm. Yeah. Uh, what else? Shelly is Snapchatting me. Oh, yeah? Yeah. The munchkin. Mm-hmm. It'd be late, too. Mm-hmm. Why is she still up? 2020, one out of five stars, total crap, would not recommend. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> She said she'd be over on Wednesday or Thursday since you had days off. Okay. So, in case anybody in the podcast wants to know, well, podcast world wants to know what days the mile be home. Yeah. 
case you want to stalk me. Not, I'm not a I'm not a hard person to find. I think a stalker would be bored with me. This bitch don't go nowhere. She watching another episode of Sons? <laughs> <laughs> really? Is that all she's gonna do? Yeah, Stalker wouldn't be very impressed with me either. But speaking of, I just ran across the thing that says, you know, your life is boring when you only wear work clothes and big clothes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Wait till the day comes that you only wear big clothes. Yeah, yeah. It's been so bad because, you know, I've been at home. I've lost my job due to COVID pandemic. Mm. And I've been at home with these kids for a while. And it's so bad that when I put on regular clothes, Dwayne's, or if I put on tissues instead of flip flops, Dwayne's like, where are you going? <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. I just wanted to put on something different today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, because I try to trick myself sometimes by putting on tennis shoes because yeah. if you have on shoes, you're more or less likely to sit down. You might be more active, yeah. you know. Yeah might be more inclined to go outside because you already got shoes on. So I saw a thing. Uh, there was a thing on Facebook. Yeah, I've seen it a few times. And it's a it's a picture. And it's like, since men know everything, what are these? Oh, yeah. And it's the underwiring and bras. It's the, the underwiring and bras. And so one of them, uh, I clicked on the comments, was people we knew. And uh what it, I forget your your brother in law had said something, and I can't remember exactly what he said. He's like something about after twenty one years, he's learned not to put them in the dryer or something like that. And I was like, really? Took you twenty one years? <laughs> like you never put the good one in there? Yeah. <laughs> it's like whoa. Uh, but I'm curious, you know, to wonder how much or if at all this COVID pandemic has affected the bra industry. No, they still gonna wear out. You still gonna need new ones. Well, yeah, but I mean, with people staying in, you know, staying at home a oh, lot. Oh, they're not wearing yeah, them. Staying, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Staying at home and they ain't got nowhere to go, not wearing them as much, and you know, they're, they're holding up a little bit longer because you ain't leaving the house. I don't know. Everybody's different, though, because, I mean, I know some people that prefer to wear theirs all the time, like, don't, even if they're at home. I, I don't know if I've met such people. You have. You probably just didn't know it. Well, you know, well, I guess met, met might be a, a loose word. I've never dealt with such people. I wish mine were small enough that I didn't have to wear one nowhere. Yeah. yeah. But you, uh, I mean, but, you know, when you're at home and nobody's around, you, you're you not going to have one on. No. I didn't put on one today till almost 3 o'clock. Yeah. Or 4 o'clock, whatever time it was. Um, what's the point? Yeah. I wasn't going anywhere. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, you know, the people that, you know, I've been around such situations enough to, you know, be around them. Like, if they don't have to put one on, they're not going to put one on. Yeah, it was a lazy Sunday. It rained most of the afternoon. Yeah. What, what am I putting on? What, where are we going? What are we doing? Yeah. You know, usually on Father's Day, we have a cookout at my brother's house, but we didn't do that because, you know, COVID. Yeah. So, you know, we weren't going anywhere. I was making you dinner mm-hmm. for your Father's Day. And that, that doesn't really require me to put a bra on. In fact, I'm thinking you would probably have liked it if I'd have served one without one on. 
Yeah. Would have got no complaints from me. I'm sure. Would have got no no complaints from me. Yeah. But you know, that's what that is. So. I'm pretty sure if somebody said boobs and they whispered it from two miles away, <laughs> you would say where. Seems like a long, long distance away. Is all I'm saying. All I'm saying is, I don't think it would be that hard to seduce you if that's what a woman was trying to do. Because I'm pretty sure all she'd have to do is show you her boobs. I mean, you know me, but you you don't give me enough credit. Okay. Let's live not to find out. <laughs> well, yeah, it's probably, you know, probably best, you know. You know For your health, my health, her yeah, health. Yeah, I mean, you know. You know, I'm, you know, I've generally not been. And who's going to raise these kids when you're dead and I'm in prison? Mm-hmm. But you know what I mean? I mean, I get what you're saying, but, you know, I'm just, you know. I generally don't find myself in situations where, you know, women are just throwing their boobs at my face. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like... Well, let's not encourage it. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the thing that I think people don't take into account with that situation is there's usually about 10 steps that get skipped and the it just happened. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've like, never brought that it just happened bullshit. You know what I mean? Like... You, you had to do some things to find yourself in this position right. to begin with. You know what I mean? Like, I would be more forgiving. Not that, not that it's not to say that I probably would be forgiving at all. But I would probably be more forgiving to a man that comes home and says, you know what? We found myself in a situation. The girl kissed me. We kissed for a minute. I pulled myself out of it. Realized what the fuck I was doing. I shouldn't have done it. And I'm telling you about it. Yeah. I know now not to put myself in that position anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I mean, you know, I'm sure there are situations that, you know, you can find yourself in that you didn't mean to, you know, like, oh, this is not where I want to be. This is not where I want to be. And this is not where I intended to be. You know, things, you know, such things happen. But, you know. Like I said, you can, you know, I think. I tell you a situation that a man never really wants to find himself in, a, in, in that could be the worst position ever for him is being friendly with a girl that your girl hates. Yeah, yeah, no. I hate that bitch, you too, by proxy. Hate that bitch as well. Yeah. Don't be friendly to her. Don't wave. I don't give a fuck how you know her. Right. We ain't friends no more. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know. Yeah, that's probably not the best situation to find yourself in. You know, I've not, I don't think, I don't think I, I've not had to deal with that. Yeah. No. No. Uh, you know. I don't know. I'm not really one of those people. You yeah. talk to who you want to talk to. Right. She crossed the line. You better put her back in her place. Right. But that's about it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that's the gist of it. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing that I think people don't understand. Like, you in a relationship with somebody, you ain't got to trust all these other people. 
You gotta trust the person. You gotta trust the person you're in a relationship right. with. That's the person that made the commitment to yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, while we're while we're just having an aimless conversation, I don't know how I feel about Hannah Brooke and Bridget telling us that we're like the mom and dad of the group. Yeah, that is. I don't. I, we're not that much older than all of them. Uh, especially not. Should we weigh in with Shelly? Because we know she's up. She was Snapchatting me. Yeah. Especially not. Uh. Especially not Bridget. She's not far behind me at all. Yeah. You know. Hannah Brooke a little, a little younger, but still, you know, older, you know, not old enough to be her parent. Yeah. <laughs> Anna? And be iffy. No, you'd have to be like four. No, Hannah Brooke. Oh. Because she just turned, what, 22? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it happens, but you know. I'm asking her. She she has responded to the first message. Now I'm asking her. We're we're finding out how we became the parents. I just asked her, did she see me and you as like the parents of the group? I'm disturbed by it. Yeah. I'm not that much older than all. I, I think I think Shelly's gonna say big brother, big sister. Let's see. I think that's what she's gonna do. She'll, she'll respond in a minute. Yeah. I don't like the idea of being. I don't like that. I could deal with a big sister, big brother situation, yeah. but don't don't refer to me as like the parents of the girl. Mm-hmm. That that's disappointing to me. Mm-hmm. Is it because what? she said yes? Yeah, you know what? You know, to Hannah Brooks saying that, I I take her. I take us back to the very first episode that me, you, her, and Bridget did. She said Bridget's the cool aunt, but me and Brooke are definitely the kids. (laughs) But still, Bridget's still the cool aunt, the one that you still, you know, you. No, I don't like it. I don't like any of it. But I refer, I'll refer Hannah Brooke to the very first episode we did. When she was laying there asleep and couldn't hold her head up because she was so tired, I and I was still kicking after having been up for twenty five hours. Right. <laughs> but you know parent. that is parent life, though. <laughs> I mean, isn't that the whole definition of parent life is being able to keep going and going and going and going? Yeah, but you're not supposed to do it when you're having fun. Well, that's true, but still, <laughs> supposed to be too tired to have fun because you've been going and going and going. Okay, I'm just going to choose to see this as a compliment. As they see us as the more mature, stable figures that have life more figured out than they do. Oh, oh they sadly mistaken. <laughs> Shut <laughs> yeah. up. I ain't got shit figured out. <laughs> oh, we can, take it, we can take it this way. They, they didn't say we were good parents. I'm asking Shelly why she sees this as Because like, Hannah Brooke was all in her feelings last night when I told her she was going to have to grow up. Like, I think she even stomped her foot under the table. Oh, she folded her arms. I know that much. Yeah. Stuck her lip out. I know she literally had (laughs) tears in her eyes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And Bridget had to turn her head to keep from laughing because she was, Peter Brooke was getting ready to cry, cry. Yeah. How dare you say that to me? (laughs) Call my other mama and tell her on you. Uh, Shelly says that it's because none of us would all know each other and hang out with each other if it wasn't for y'all. So y'all kind of created the group. That's... 
I don't know about that. I don't either. Now I see Hannah Hannah Brooks point looking at towards me like in the, in that tone a little bit because you know I did help raise her and Brock and even Levi. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's like, why not? She's it's like I, I knew Dub already, but if y'all weren't together, there would never have been a group like this. All right, then. So we're like, uh, I don't know. I was going to say, I'm trying to think, you know, of a, of a cool couple that did such things. Because I can charge you people. We're not in charge of them. We're not necessarily in charge, but like the, the, the head of the group. We're, 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 we're the Marshall and Lily. We're Marshall and Lily. We're Marshall and Lily. Yeah. And Bridget's Ted. No, no, Bridget's not Ted. Shelley's no, she's Shelley. Robin. Shelly's Ted. Shelly's Ted. Bridget's Robin. Is Hannah Brooke Barney? No, because she's all settled down with Wesley. Yeah, but I think she still might be Barney. Just because she's so awesome. Yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> We'll go with that. But what you really want to say is because you're so extra. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, she'd have to be Barney almost by default. Yeah. Yeah. But she made her one of the side characters. Maybe she's the later involved, evolved Robin. That, you know, the evolved Robin that would have married Wesley or Barney. Maybe. Maybe. Bridget's the early years of Robin. Yeah. Relationship. Yeah. I'm single. I like being single. Mm -hmm. I like to focus on what I'm doing. That'd be a, there's five of us. That'd be a fun show. To like take group type TV shows and decide who's who. On yeah, the TV. Remember we used to do that as kids? Yeah. You know, watching TV. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm this one. Yeah. I'm this Ninja Turtle or I'm this Power Ranger or, you know, or this. I don't know. What, what do girls watch? I watch cops with my hattie. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm this cop. <laughs> or I'm the bad guy. Or whatever the case may be. I don't know. I don't remember watching a lot of TV growing up. TV wasn't a big fixture in our house growing up. Like, we would watch some cartoons, like on Saturday mornings or something, you know. Yeah. But, like, there wasn't a lot of, I don't remember a lot of that. Like, I remember in the later years, we had a TV in our bedroom that, you know, at night I would watch Nick at Night and I'd watch, like, Three's Company and Bewitched and stuff. But, like, I don't remember. Yeah. We would watch, like, you know, Saved by the Bell and, you know, stuff like that, Fresh Prince and stuff. But there wasn't a large, TV really wasn't a large fixture in our house as kids. We spent a lot of time outside. Yeah. Playing. Well, that's what a lot of time I saw. You know, there's, you know, you know, we watched all the, watched all the typical stuff, Looney Tunes and. Yeah, you know, I mean, we would catch stuff like that, like oh, in the afternoons yeah. or in the mornings yeah. or. I don't. The only thing I can remember, like that was, like, ooh, destination TV for me as a kid was, uh, wrestling, obviously, because that's always been a thing, and uh, Power Rangers. I'll tell you what, though. I can remember being a little, little kid and watching Flipper every day, 10 a.m. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> flipper was the bomb. Yeah, I fuck with Flipper. But, you know, like, I watched, like, you know, we were talking about Doug earlier. Yeah. You know, like, I watched, I remember, like, the Nicktoons. But like, those were, like, later in, like, I don't remember a lot of, like, young television. Like, I remember watching stuff as I got older. Yeah. Uh, when, when was it? Let's see. I think, when did Doug come out? I remember watching all the stuff like on Nickelodeon. Yeah. Like, cause I remember watching all of it. Uh, see, Doug came out in 1991. So we were... We were in kindergarten. Yeah, so we were six when, you know what I mean? Like, I think Rugrats was, let's see, Rugrats was, yeah, Rugrats. What was the other, what was the other original Nicktoon? It wasn't really snippy, was it? Might have been. Yeah, Ren and Stimpy. Same, because I think Hey Hey Arnold came later, didn't it? Yeah, Hey Arnold, Iron Monsters. Yeah. Stuff like that came later. Yeah, so I guess it was. I remember ABC of TGIF. Yeah. And TGIF. watching like Sabrina and, yeah. you know. Step by step. Two guys, a girl, and a pizza place. I don't remember that one for some reason. Yeah. But yeah, like step by step. Family uh, matters. Our, yeah, family matters. I always call it article. Fuller House. Did that? It, what, Full what, House. What was that? It might have been. It might have been. I think yeah. that was like an afternoon TV show, though, wasn't it? It wasn't like. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I don't remember watching a whole lot of TV until the later years. Yeah, Snick. Yeah, that Snick Saturday was, night. Yeah, yeah, Saturday night Nick was the yeah. shit. Fucking, uh, all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Are you afraid of the dark? That was. Yeah. I remember watching the Secret World of Alex Mack. Yeah. And who did, you said that was the chick from? Uh, Ten things I hate about you. Yeah. Did not know that. Yep. That was Alex Mack. And I think maybe I never put it together because I remember because in Alex Mack she was not she kind of tomboyish. Yeah. Yeah, she was very she was she was very tomboyish. I think she played sports and stuff. And, yeah, yeah. So, but and she was a lot younger too. Well, yeah. I mean, a lot younger. Yeah, but even like you remember, like yeah, for her like, looks have not changed at all. Yeah. So I think it was just maybe the her style had changed. I'll tell you this though, I do remember wearing out Olsen twins, the movies and TV shows and shit they had. Like I watched all of that. Oh, uh, which. I was a big Olsen twin. Yeah, I fuck with the Olsen twins too. And I think I think part of what I liked about the Olsen twins was that they were our age. Yeah. So it was kind of like, man, yeah. they out here killing it. Right. They, God, I could be out here. Yeah, I could be out here doing it. My mama didn't put me in a grape juice commercial when I was a kid. Why, 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 why you didn't have a twin? Why didn't you have two of us so we could be doing, <laughs> doing these commercials and shit? Yeah. And I always had questions about that because, like, a lot of times, like in the like full house situation, you know, they they were twins, so they because the labor laws about having child, children on sets, and yeah, you know, you only work one for so long, so then you bring in the other one and whatever. Yeah. Um, but even on the show in the later years, you know, when Jesse and Becky had those kids, they were twins. So my question was: Was those twins part of like a quadruplet set? And is that how they do that, or do they just limit how much time they use both of them at the same time? I think it was. I think they just kind of probably limited it. Just because they were kind of, like, not to discredit them, but they were sort of side characters. Yeah. Well, let's not forget about Tia and Tamara having their own show too yeah. during that stint. Yeah, but they were they were older too. That's true. So the you know labor laws, laws like you know a little bit more lax because yeah. they were older. 
Yeah. So you could do you could do more stuff with them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas I think you know, with little kids like you're. Punky Brewster is coming back. They're rebooting Punky. Yeah. But apparently, it's like when she's older and she has a roommate, and yeah. you know, it's not supposed to be like where we left off. It's supposed to be like where Punky is now. Yeah, but wouldn't she be like? I don't. She'd be my age. I'm not older. She'd be older. Punky Brewster. Let's look at that. Huh. And the reason I say that is because I can remember everybody always telling me that I used to look like her. It was 1984 mm. when it first came out. Yeah. And it doesn't say how old she was supposed to be. Yeah. Punky Brewster. But the girl that played Punky Brewster was also in Sabrina. In the later years when Sabrina went to college. So she says she was eight when uh when the show started. Yeah. And like like is that what she was meant to be in the show? It just says, you know, like the the, the actress was eight years old when she was on the show or when she got the role. So she's forty three now. So Okay. It's only going to air on the Peacock streaming service. Yeah. She in the, in the new comedy, she will be Fry's Punky. I don't know what that's supposed to be. Oh, I guess the name of the show is Fry's. I don't know. Punky is a single mom who crosses paths with a young girl played by Quinn Copeland. In this continuation of the iconic 80s sitcom about a bright young girl raised by a foster dad, Punky is now a single mother of three trying to get her life back on track when she meets Izzy, a young girl in the foster system who reminds Punky a lot of herself. Gotcha. So, yeah. And, and the girl that actually paid Punky is going to play her in the reboot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't, you know, you can't not have the original people come back. You got you got to have enough of the original people coming back right. for these shows. Yeah. You know what I mean like But everybody used to talk about that they thought I looked like her when I was a younger kid. But I did have a lot of people tell me I look like Jill Tyler from Home Improvement. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. It was a thing there for a long time in school. Adam okay. Guffey continued to call me Jill, I think, through most of our sophomore and junior year. Never dated anybody named Tim? Mm-mm. <laughs> no. Stayed away from that one. Yeah. I did date a guy one time whose last name was Spears, and everybody was really pushing that relationship because if I had married him, I'd have been Brittany Spears. Uh, and that would have just been so honey. Yeah. But he was like light years away from that material. Right. <laughs> that wasn't happening. Britney Spears. I was just dating him to pass time because I wasn't doing anything else and, you know, free meals and dates and, yeah. you know. I got you. I got you. We had some fun, yeah. but he wasn't that material. Yeah. But yeah, just like they're, uh, you know what I mean? Like, I was very disappointed, you know, they're doing the Saved by the Bell reboot. You know what I mean? And I think it was Zach, Zach and or Kelly. Said they heard about it the same time we did. 
Yeah, it's they like, didn't even ask him like, to wait, come back. Like, yeah. no, nah, bro. Yeah. You doing a safe for the bill and you ain't even going to call him? <laughs> hey, speaking of, um, you know, uh, Mark Paul Glossier, Glossier, how do you say his last name? Gossler, Gossler, yeah, whatever. He and another guy was on a show with their Come On TNT for a while, Franklin and Bash. Yeah. And it was a good show. Yeah. You know, he did his little stand on Law and Order, too. And he would even guest starred in an episode of SVU. Yeah. Hey, dude, dude can act. You yeah. Know, he did pretty... I think he's done all right for himself as far as, like, you know, because people that play those roles, they get typecast. You know, typecast, right. like... Hey, he played a killer killer lawyer in Franklin and Bash. Yeah. Like, he was really good at what he did in Franklin and Bash. Hey, don't, and don't sleep on Dead Man on Campus. Oh, yeah. Dead Man on Campus that. was that movie. Yeah. You know, when you go back, though, and you start talking about, like, those movies, like, back in our day, like, you know, the Scream movies, believe it or not, like, Scream and... The first three. Yeah, and, you the know, The first like, two, I know what you I did, did last. last summer, you know, with Jennifer Love Hewitt and Freddie Prince. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you can't discount... They they might not have stood up to the... Ten, you know, go back and watch them now, they might not stand up to the teletime. I don't know. I, I think the Scream movies would. Because the screen movies were so self-aware yeah. of like horror movies right. and the horror movie right. genre, like they explain the rules to you and shit. Right. Like, but <laughs> even not just the horror, like the screens and those. I know what you did last summer, but the whole like the whole series of movies we watched at that time period that those were you know teen movies, so American, to speak. American Pie. Yeah, the series of yeah. I mean, there was a lot there that I mean. They may have went on for a while, mm-hmm. but that was a large piece of our yeah. growing up teen years. That yeah, see, and a lot of those like you don't really see a lot of those kinds of movies like that anymore. Mm-mm. Everything's reboots and remakes because they can't have an original idea to save their lives. Yeah, yeah, and people don't, you know, or they run it for so long that people are just not even interested anymore, yeah. like heroes, yeah. like. That show bombed itself. It was interesting and fly as fuck at first. Yeah. And every week you tuned in to find out if we saved the cheerleader, if we would save the world until it just was like, the cheerleader didn't need saving. <laughs> i tell you what it's time for. i tell you, it's it's time for a new pack. Yeah. It's time like for a new, the rat pack. they had the rat pack back in the day. Then they had, uh, then we had the brat pack yeah. back in the eighties, you know, with the breakfast club and all those movies. Then for a while we had the frat pack, like old school, and you know that whole little crew. We need a, yeah. we need, we need a pack. We need like Listen, a, I don't care. It's comedic gold. I don't care what you have to pay, but continue to put The Rock and Kevin Hart and some stuff together, oh, yeah. and get a couple more with them. That you know, throw in Tiffany Haddish and. Yeah, some and, and create that, that group. That, that, that grown ups crew. Yeah, that was it was but, listen, say what you want about Adam Sandler, but every now and then his movies kinda stand up and they're you know Yeah. Well I think Adam Sandler and you know, how serious he was, I don't know, but he said like he does movies he had said he does movies to go on vacation. Yeah. Cause I mean He's at that. He's at that point. Like his catalog speaks for itself. Right. Happy Madison, or you know, Happy right. Madison Productions, or whatever. Mr. D. Yeah. Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison. You know, Little Nicky, Mister. You know, all that. He's done it. We know, dude. Yeah. So fuck it. Just have some fun. You know. But when he did Grown Ups with his SNL crew, is like, okay, we're gonna do this. Yeah. You know. And I don't even think like the SNL like. 
SNL, like, I don't even think those people, like, do shit with each other anymore. Not like they used to. You know what I mean? Not like, at all. Um, you know, you talk about that, and I find it to be so funny because um, Third Rock from the Sun mm-hmm. with um, Let's Go. Mm-hmm. And what was her name? The blonde woman. They were on Saturday Night Live together. Yeah. Coneheads. Mm-hmm. They did Coneheads. Uh, I mean, the Blues Brothers. Yes. Like that whole. Night at the Roxbury. Yes. That yeah. was the whole thing there. Because let's, let us not forget Will Ferrell and how stupid he was Will at Ferrell. the Night at the Roxbury. Will Ferrell was <laughs> one of those guys. From but him. here's the thing about Will Ferrell is he is deeply versatile. Mm-hmm. Um, what's that movie he did? Stranger Than Fiction. He's, Him and Mark Wahlberg together is good too. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. good comedy. Yeah. Yeah. That the Daddy's Homes. Yeah. Those were pretty good. Yeah. You know, it's like it's fun to watch people like movies that like where the people involved in it, like the actors and stuff, are friends. Yeah, like they're just having fun. It's just fun. Like all the those Jay and Silent Bob, that whole little collection of movies. Yeah. Like they're all just buddies that right. really probably shouldn't be where they are. <laughs> and they just keep going back to just yeah. doing the yeah. fun stuff with each other. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I agree. I think the thing about it is, is that Hollywood has forgotten that what you sell to people that will sit, that will stand up through the test of time is what people believe in and what they will stand by because of what they're watching registers with them is this is real. Like yeah. this, they, these two were fun. This was fun to do mm-hmm. instead of just pumping it out and trying to make it make money. You know, yeah. and I think they forget that, you know, yeah, like put it in your, put it in the DVD player today and it still holds up because you know, these people clerks, the first clerks, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, and Kevin Smith will tell you like, that movie shouldn't have got made. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if he graduated film school or might even dropped out to make the movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, maxed out every credit card he could get his hands on <laughs> and, you know, got got $25,000 together and made a movie. Yeah. And put all his friends in it. It was like, hey, uh-huh, I got this movie. We're going to shoot it. <laughs> You know, Jason Mewes has no business whatsoever being famous. <laughs> Other than the fact that he's Kevin Smith's friend. <laughs> and I think he'll be funny as this Jay character. <laughs> and now an entire generation knows the word schnoogans. <laughs> and boo boo kitty fuck. <laughs> All right. Anything else? Wrap it up. Probably so. Probably so. It's late. Yeah, we'll try to get some. We'll try to get a fuller table. I think she, you said you said Shelly was coming over one night this week. Yeah, she said she came over one night when yeah. you're off. Yeah, I think we we'll, might just be the three of us, but I think we'll we'll try to do a try to do like a dry run through of the new format that we've been talking about and working on. Exciting things are coming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I still want to write up that business plan from last night. Oh yeah, the FTN shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll talk. Yeah, we'll talk about that when we get more people. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to 
talk about it until we get a business plan pulled up and get yeah. shit moving because yeah. I don't want nobody stealing this That's idea. Yeah. This is a money maker right here. It is. Good shit. Exciting things coming. Uh, I'll probably do something and wrap up the one episode that we did with everybody just to kind of get it out there and let people. I don't even know if you're going to be able to make much sense of what we were even talking about. Well, because not... the way everybody was talking. Yeah. Like over the top of each other loud and Side conversations. Yeah. It's almost like we were at a bar. Yeah, but it kind of was. Yeah. So if you're home and you're lonely and you need bar banner. <laughs> yeah, this is your place. This mm-hmm. is your show. But uh, for now, that's all we got. Uh, we'll be back at some point with uh, probably more people. And we're going to try to get the ball rolling on uh, the, the, I guess, the latest incarnation of drinks with dub like this you know for a show that ain't you know been around that long it's changed a lot <laughs> it's, 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 it's changed a lot but yeah you change with the times you go with the flow you have fun that's why we do the shit because we enjoy. one day something might stick to the wall yeah you know like <coughs> we do it because we enjoy it and I assume somebody's listening yeah i assume that those of you that are listening are enjoying it because you keep <laughs> listening or maybe it's, or maybe it's like one of those man. This shit is so bad, it's good things. But either way, you're listening on a regular basis, so we do appreciate you. Uh, but that's all we got for you. We'll be back another day with more fun. And like I always tell you, if you knew better, you do better. Peace. <laughs>